Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. This is episode 36. And for those that don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic and one of us is not. But somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. 100%. Yes. Through good and through bad. Yes. Through cold and through warm. And rain. It's a rainy rain. It's a rainy day here in Miami. Well, I'm really, really glad that I brought up weather mm-hmm. because I just want to point out that I'm happy that it's rainy, humid, and hot mm-hmm. because it's back to normal in Miami. Yeah. I, I was sick of the cold. I was sick of being cold at work. I was mm-hmm. sick of coming home and being cold, layering up. Yeah. You asked earlier, where are the socks? Yeah, we were freaking out. It dropped like below like 50 and we were like freaking, freaking out. out. Like it was rough. Yeah, but, don't judge us. But we're here and we're back to fairly normal weather. It's like 75. Yeah. So. Not bad. I like it. Headlines. <laughs> All right. I love how when Richie like looks me deeply into the eyes, I just, I just know headlines are coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my first headline is about a closure, a permanent closure that's going to be happening in Epcot. And Richie, I don't think that you've seen this before, but okay. it's called The Circle of Life, an Environmental Fable. And it's stars characters from The Lion King about why we need to protect the earth, basically. Hmm. And it was in the land pavilion. So we're living with the land and Soren is. It's on that second floor. And I I must admit that I haven't seen it in a really, really long time because it's just one of those things that's not technically a must do. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. super riveting. I guess if you see it once, you know, like, okay, yes, we're going to protect the environment. Great. Let's do it. And then that's it. But um, they're closing it and it's been open for 22 years. It's been in the pavilion. Wow. Why did they say why they're closing it? No announcements as to why there are news outlets, like unofficial Disney news outlets Mm -hmm. that speculate it's because of building an expansion onto world showcase. Mm -hmm. So like a new pavilion. And again, speculation goes to Brazil, which is crazy. Yeah. So is that the next, is that the next country? It's, it's nothing official that's been announced, but people do believe that Brazil, if they do expand World Showcase, it will be um, to, to incorporate some probably Brazil. Yeah. Which is interesting because if you think about the way the, the land is, is situated, it's not quite close to World Showcase. So they might be using some of that back building mm-hmm. of the land pavilion to expand on World Showcase, like around the corner. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a city planner. I'm not an Epcot planner. I don't know. Not yet. (laughs) Disney. (laughs) Just get on the ball, Disney. So, yeah, it's it's closing um, the first week in February. I don't think that we're going to be able to make it up to see it one last time. But it's another thing that will live on forever in YouTube, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. So if if you're able to go catch it at, uh, at the parks, do so before it's gone in person forever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Next headline. And this is something that's kind of relevant to you. Okay. As you're a Kendrick Lamar fan, correct? Well, I, I like hip hop and he's in there, so I do like him, but I'm not like oh. uh, like his fan. I'm a Lil Wayne fan. I know and that. And Drake. Okay. Those are like my people. I know those are your two favorites. Yes. I, I definitely But know I do that. like Kendrick Lamar. Okay, that's what I'm getting okay, at. Okay, go. Perfect. So you're Did a fan. <laughs> well, he did perform at the the, the college championship yes. football game, but that's besides the point. Okay. It is kind of relevant because that just happened, yeah. but he is going to be a producer on a new Disney-associated movie. 
Oh, okay, cool. Called the Black Panther. It's a Marvel character. Oh, didn't that already come out though? Isn't that already a movie? Actually, no, it hasn't come out yet. It comes out on February 16th. Oh, okay, but he already produced everything. Well, it's in the works. I don't think the soundtrack has been officially released, oh, okay. but he's a producer on the soundtrack. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I just thought that was kind of fun because you do like hip hop. Yes. And, you know, I, I, we don't talk about you enough on this show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm I, sorry you're so no, it's fine. unloved. <laughs> I wonder if, like, you know, hmm. wait, so also Black Panther, okay, it's going to be a Disney movie, technically. Well, because Marvel is a Disney property, Disney. yeah. So I wonder if, like, hip hop is going to start coming in, like, if the worlds are going to start merging more now because of this. I feel like they already are. Like what if like Kendrick meets someone, you know, and they're like, Hey man, we love you. Like we need you to, yeah. We need you to do, you know, the next frozen soundtrack. Can you imagine? Like frozen Two. Olaf's next, Olaf's (laughs) hip hop adventure. (laughs) (laughs) I would watch that short long. You would watch that short long, (laughs) that 20 minute short. Exactly. That's funny. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool though. I mean, Kendrick Lamar. Now tell me, because I'm not familiar with his mm-hmm. work as much as you are, even though you're not the greatest fan, mm-hmm. apparently. Does he use a lot of like Profanity? explicit content? Well, yeah, all the hip hop artists okay. do now, basically, well, except for Will Smith. So I'm really happy for Kendrick Lamar to be able to channel a different side of himself. Yeah. You know, the more clean side. I don't think that'll happen though. No? Hmm. Because Black isn't, what's the rating that's gonna be on Black Panther? I assume PG-13, let me double check. So I don't think a rating has been released actually yeah. for Black Panther. But besides the point, the worlds are colliding, yeah. and everything is becoming more mm, hip hopish. Yeah, I guess yeah. you could say that. It's not in- inaccurate. There are some arguments that talk about hip hop actually controlling most of culture. Really? Yeah. I can see that. Fashion, mm-hmm. you know, music, arts, TV. all that stuff is TV. It's yeah. starting to really show its true colors. Urban and suburban. Yeah. And country. Exactly. No, I definitely see it. And you were there from the beginning. Yep. <laughs> from, from, the from the heyday of Lil Wayne. Yeah, exactly. Well, as a hip-hop fan, I'm excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my last headline. In this one, I so want to get your take on because it's pretty insane. It's mm-hmm. a safety issue. Okay. And it's been reported and there's literally video on Instagram of this happening that on a monorail ride from, I I, I don't know exactly where it was going, but it was, it was on a monorail ride. One of the doors of the monorail actually opened and the door was just open for the duration, the remainder of the ride for wherever it was going. Hmm. And so people are filming it and it's kind of, Like the story goes that before they actually left the monorail station, this particular car, they saw engineers trying to work on this door that just randomly opened in the middle of the trip. Mm -hmm. They were pushing it. They were trying to rig it in some side, like some sort of way. And it just opened mid trip. And people are saying, well, luckily there was no young like kids that could just jump right out or nobody was yeah and now disney has stickers in every single monorail car that say don't lean on the doors because they could open because apparently they can open (laughs) but yeah it's it's pretty controversial and apparently there are phones inside of each monorail car that you can call in the case of emergency but Mm -hmm. the people who were inside the car were like how how are we supposed to know that those were there i didn't know those were there exactly (laughs) So it's, I wonder if it's a, like, if it's a red phone, if maybe it's like, has a Mickey ears that would, hopefully they did something cool with that phone. I want to find that phone. 
Okay, I don't think I think it's a standard emergency phone. <laughs> well, hopefully, it's like Mickeyed out. But the crazy thing is, it's like if you do call that or you, the engineer, it's like um, our door's open in our car and we're still moving. They're like, yeah. okay, don't go near the door. I know. Like you just hear like a screech. <laughs> I know, and then like like somebody <laughs> just falls yeah. out because somebody fell over. Like yeah. it'd be terrible. That's Can you funny. imagine? It's crazy. It's scary. Yeah, it is well, scary. Don't lean on the doors, people. Yeah. It's, especially if you're tired. Yeah. Because that's usually when people lean. Yeah. But anyways, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really, really excited about today's topic. Yes. Because we're going to be talking about a classic, classic attraction, Space Mountain. Woohoo! And this was one of the rides that you, uh, amongst your hub lawn relaxing, mm-hmm. this was one of the rides that you actually wanted to venture off and do. Yes. Because it's exciting. Yes. Okay. So first, I want to get your take on why you like Space Mountain so much. Because it's a roller coaster. Okay. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. All right. Because it's, th- it's a thrilling roller coaster. It's mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. That's why. Okay. And I think that a lot of the facts that we're going to go over today and a little bit of the history, it's going to make you appreciate the ride more mm-hmm. than it just being an exciting roller coaster in let's, the dark. Let's do it. It's not good for your neck. Okay, let's do it. So Space Mountain was not actually an opening day attraction in Magic Kingdom. So it was first opened in 1975. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the reason why they put it there is that they they noticed that teenagers, young adults, more than what they expected were actually going to the parks. And so they were like, wow, we can put a thrill ride in here. Mm-hmm. And they decided on the concept of Space Mountain. Mm. Although, you know whose original idea Space Mountain was? Walt's brother? No, Walt Disney. Well, I would hope so. Not his brother. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Why did you make it? Uh, isn't everything Walt's idea? Not technically. I mean, everything can be inspired by Walt. Oh, because you, you made it sound like it was going to be a trick question. That's why I said his brother. Oh, no. I thought you were going to fall right into that and say the right answer. Well, no, because I assume that everything is is made up by Walt and ha- was his vision at some point. Okay. So. Well, it was definitely his vision. Okay. Okay. So, in, in something that I think you really appreciate is the reason why they didn't put it in Disneyland, you know, when Walt was still alive, mm-hmm. was because the technology and the concept that they wanted to do in Space Mountain wasn't caught up for the times. Mm-hmm. So, a lot about what you talk about, like Elon Musk, he has all these ideas and the technology's just not there right now, but he could totally do it. It was kind of like what Walt Disney had for Space Mountain. So he wanted a dark attraction that would make you feel like you were going into space with all these noises and this put you put you right there yeah. in the space action. Yeah. Was this the, f- um, I don't know if this is a, if you know the answer to this, but uh, was this the first thrill ride? No. And it's actually kind of going to go with the story of Space Mountain. Like the, the first thrill ride in the Disney company was called the Matterhorn. Okay. And that's like a, a, a Yeti-ish mountain ride mm-hmm. in Disneyland. Okay, it's still there. It's still there. Okay. And one of the one of the reasons why, like Waltz, kind of said, like, "Oh, well, we can do another thrill ride," was because of the success of the Matterhorn. Mm. So the Matterhorn was basically like the first mountain attraction, and you know now there's a lot of different types of mountains mm-hmm. in Disney property. Yeah. And so. I just it really just clicked with me that they're all mountains. Yeah. It's crazy. Big Thunder Mountain, 
Um, why? Walt, Splash why? Mountain. <laughs> okay. You love mountains. Yeah. No, this is interesting. Okay, good. Okay. I'm glad. He's engaged. I'm engaged. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and something that you can think about also for the time when Walt was still around and kind of developing these concepts mm. was in the 1960s, a big thing around the world was something called the space race. Mm -hmm. So people yeah. wanting to get into space, yeah, land yeah. on the moon, all this stuff. And this was definitely one of those things that was going to fall right into the times. Mm. It's still interesting though, because now the space race isn't necessarily like as big of a thing, especially like since a lot of the, at least in America, a lot of the government doesn't support yeah, well, space exploration anymore, but that's a separate inside. Yeah, because that because like it's not a big thing that we know of, but it's actually like the biggest thing happening right now, technically, like mm -hmm. because there are people that are trying to go to Mars. Yeah, that's and they're true. Trying actually, trying to see who can get there first. Yeah, like competing companies. So, yeah, you're right. It's just not as big because the reason it's not as big now is because one, it seems like oh, we just go to space because we're in like twenty like twenty eighteen, mm -hmm. and it's like not a big deal now. Um, plus because of media, there's so many other like noise in there, but, um, but it's huge. Yeah. Still. Well, which is pretty cool because something that just to kind of back up Tomorrowland in general was meant to be kind of that timeless vision of the future. Mm -hmm. So even 40 years later from when Magic Kingdom was, was first opened 40, I guess 40, almost 50 years later, it's still kind of that timeless vision of the future. And that's kind of what this ride is. It's that timeless need to explore and go into space yeah. and blast off like you're a real life astronaut. Yeah. So, and when Imagineers were developing all the concepts and how they were going to actually do the ride, they had an actual astronaut on the consultation mm -hmm. team. Smart. So I know. Yeah. It's like, go to the source, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Disney. I know. They're super smart. And the original concept was not going... Because, okay, first, let's let's go over a little bit about where Space Mountain is. So okay. it's obviously, <laughs> obviously in a building, mm -hmm. enclosed space, dark spaces, and there's two tracks. Have you noticed that there's two tracks that kind of intertwine? No, never okay. noticed that. Yeah. Cool. So when you go into the queue, you have the option to go one like left or right. Okay. And those will take you separate to the tracks, which are called Alpha and Omega. Okay. Okay. And originally, Imagineers actually toyed around with having four tracks. Mm -hmm. Like, can you imagine having four like tracks inside of this building? Because yeah, at the end of crazy. the day, it's a building. Yeah. And it's an indoor just, roller coaster. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm, I just clicked too. It's an indoor roller coaster. It certainly is. <laughs> you didn't notice that when you were in the No. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense though, but yeah, now it's just like really making, like it's just crazy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which is also crazy because, um, what is that one? Uh, Expedition Efforts? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's like indoor outdoor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and another crazy thing is the original concept, not only did it have four tracks, but it also had the idea of going from the inside to the outside and back inside yeah. as well. But that didn't come to fruition. Yeah, anyway. Which makes sense because they wanted to keep it more dark. Mm -hmm. So if you were to have that open area where you did have to actually go outside, it would kind of ruin the illusion. Yeah. Um, in some ways, I would see, because it's like, oh, I'm not in space anymore. I'm, there's, there's the castle. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your turn in a corner. So over time, the ride hasn't gone through a whole lot of changes necessarily. 
and, and specifically to the ride because I guess there's only so much you can actually do to a track that's inside of a building. Yeah. And just to give you some context about how big this building is, if you were to put Spaceship Earth and Space Mountain next to each other, which would you say is probably bigger? The ball. See, this is, this is a trick question. Yeah, it looks bigger. <laughs> the interior space of Space Mountain is actually bigger than the interior space of um, Spaceship Earth. Yeah. So, and not only is it bigger on the interior, but it's also, instead of being elevated from the ground, it's sunken into the ground so that you can have more track space on the interior of the building. So they dug down? Mm-hmm. Technically to the first floor? Ah, it might be on the first floor. So they didn't really dug, dig down. They just stayed on the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Interesting. <laughs> Not confirming that, but yeah. that's that's definitely Maybe. a possibility. Maybe. <laughs> that's definitely a possibility. And as thrilling as this ride is, it doesn't even really go that fast. It's only mm. it's it's slower than Big Thunder Mountain. It's slower than Expedition Everest. It it only goes about twenty eight miles per hour. I guess it feels, you know, it's, it's more thrilling though, because you can't see. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what's like the, the, the crazy part about it. You don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> unless you ride it 50 times. <laughs> yeah. Well, even then, I mean, yeah, there's no way for you, I mean, unless you're a race car driver for you to memorize turns, like it's impossible. Yeah. So, so it's, and that's part of it. Like what, what makes this ride thrilling is because it's in the dark is mm-hmm. because it's loud and you really, especially if you're riding it for the first time, you really don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You, and you do those dips in the track and your, your, your neck, like, cause you know how, like, if you see a dip coming up, you can anticipate and adjust your body position. Your neck just like flies back. Like, yeah. whoa. Solid whiplash. Solid whiplash, yeah. <laughs> which is one of the warnings. Yeah. <laughs> we will give you whiplash. We you will give ride. you whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> we have no idea what's going to happen. Wear your neck brace, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's really, really incredible to see that this roller coaster from the 70s that isn't super high tech. Technically, it's got some noises. It's got some sounds, some lighting mm. effects. is still so thrilling after 43 years of being around. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. It is the oldest operating roller coaster in the state of Florida. I think that's a fun fact. That's crazy, I guess. I'm trying, I was just trying to like think about like, cause there's Tampa and then there's what's in universal. So that's the, so, so, uh, WDW has the oldest running roller coaster. Roller coaster. I don't know if it's good or bad though. <laughs> <laughs> I hope well, they're running frequent more, t- frequently more tests than since it's older. <laughs> I'm sure they test it every day. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> now, one of my fondest memories of space, space mountain mm-hmm. is actually the queue. So two things about the queue. The first the first thing is called the star tunnel. So when you first initially walk into the building from the mm-hmm. line, you have this music and it's like pause pause for play. Okay. So you have this music and it's just it's literally it's you feel like you're transported to a celestial world and they would have all these simple illusions that made you feel like you were kind of traveling through stars yeah. in that in the star tunnel. Hmm. Like since then, it has that area has been refurbished to include some interactive games. Yeah. Um, obviously, a fast pass line as well, so it's not entirely the way it was when I first went as a kid. Another thing that's changed about the queue that I really really enjoyed was when 
in the 90s, there was like, on the switchbacks, once you get close to the boarding the ride, there were TVs that were broadcasting like a, like an alien type, what do they, what do they call it? Like a you, you, spaceship, earth? UFO? UFO, but like aliens. Terrestrial? Okay, anyways. Something spacey. Okay. A space news broadcast, basically. So they would have a space news... Pro- hey. Sorry. <laughs> they, they would have a space news broadcast that was starring the one and only A.C. Slater. Wait. How did they get him on there? Well, he wasn't... Like a sponsor? He wasn't the character of A.C. Slater, but he was one of the news broadcasters. Mm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And it, and it was him, like... And it's like, oh my gosh. And of course, like 90s, Saved by the Bell was the biggest yeah. thing on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> on the planet. And it, it was just to see AC Slater there was like, it, it, it made me really, really giddy as a young girl. Yeah. <laughs> How it's exciting funny. is that? I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and That's it was funny. sponsored by FedEx. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> FedEx. I know. <laughs> At that time it was. Yeah. Before it was sponsored by RCA, but that mm-hmm. was before our time. But anyways, that's more historian type yeah. stuff. Um, and another refurbishment that happened was actually on the ride itself. So there's a lot of noises and music that goes on in the ride now in this version that you're definitely most familiar with. But before it was just like you blasting off, maybe a couple of sound effects at the beginning and the end. And all you would hear is that track like cranking, like, yeah, you know, so it's, but it's still crazy how it stood it still stands the test of time because at the end of the day the ride is basically the same yeah i still find it terrifying it's definitely terrifying and you know what and and i didn't really have this revelation up until recently probably within the last year when you do your first drop in to the first tunnel on the ride there's a ton of bright blue lights and i don't know if disney intentionally did this but it saturates your eyes with all this light which makes the interior appear even more dark yeah. once you're there. Yeah, I didn't even notice it did that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and it I don't again, I don't know if it's intentional, but I'm pretty sure it is because mm. with Disney everything is so intentional that it's like it's like mind games. It's mm. like you think you noticed it, but Disney knew that all along. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even going to lie, the scariest part of the ride for me always is that last loop where you're doing the corkscrew at the bottom of the track and you're about to re-enter the atmosphere and I'm putting that in air quotes re-enter the atmosphere and there's this loud like boom and Mm -hmm. orange you're back I don't remember that (laughs) you blacked out yeah I really don't remember that stuff I've written it like a couple times now yeah well we'll write it next time we we go to Magic Kingdom so you can really have all this like ammo yeah of history excited and fun (laughs) so another thing that's that's the best about space it's the best about Space Mountain is when you are on not even on Space Mountain but when you're on the TTA the people mover Mm -hmm. and the lights are on in the show building in Space Mountain and you can actually see the track. Mm-hmm. And like when you see it, it's one of those things where it's such an illusion when you're in the dark and you're with all these noises and you believe that it's so much bigger than it actually is. But like when you look at it, it's 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 very small compared to something like Big Thunder, compared to something like Everest. It's the best thing in the world yeah. to see. 
Well, I'm going to be looking out for all this stuff mm-hmm. the next time we ride that thing. <laughs> well, Magic Kingdom isn't the only place that has Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of parks across the con- world and the country, mm-hmm. but a lot of parks across the world do have the 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 ride so we rode it in tokyo disneyland Mm -hmm. which richie tell me what was weird not weird but a safety measure that they did in tokyo disneyland that we never saw at at disney world well well we didn't see it because we didn't have these things the popcorn bucket is that you're talking about yeah so in the when we were riding everyone has popcorn buckets in japan Mm -hmm. right obviously so when you're going to ride the ride and they see that you have a popcorn bucket on you they give you a piece of tape to tape closed your popcorn bucket because the ride is so crazy that your popcorn could explode and like fly everywhere. <laughs> so exactly into the atmosphere. So you get a, a complimentary piece of tape to close up your your popcorn bucket. Yeah, exactly. And they're so polite about it too. Yeah. Like we didn't we didn't know what was going on. Like tape. Pop- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Popcorn bucket. Okay. That's interesting. Um, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of a safety difference that I that we noticed in Tokyo Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, something different also that they have the cars that are the the spaceships mm-hmm. of the ride are also different so instead of sitting like back to back you're sitting side by side do you remember that i did not notice that difference. yeah, yeah. and the, the the cars are equally as difficult to get into mm. equally because they're you have to sit down and if you have long legs or just and i'm like not like a super tall person but i always have a little bit of a difficult time getting into the spaceship earth cars yeah. trains spaceships um but and that's also the similar version to disneyland in california similar version to hong kong disneyland the most different version and this is just from what i've read about the experiences seems to be disneyland paris oh okay and the reason why is because it's the only version that has um when you go inversions when you go upside down Oh, you go upside down three separate there. times wow. on the on the Disneyland Paris version. That's crazy. Duffy can't have a popcorn bucket. No, on <laughs> <laughs> no popcorn. For yeah, you. put your popcorn bucket in the popcorn bucket holder. <laughs> I wonder if they have those. That'd be like a cup, like a cup holder. <laughs> yeah, or, 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 like, or like a shoe bucket. You know, they have like shoe buckets when you have to go oh, do that's something. That's true. Like a little popcorn bucket holder. Anyway, that is true. <laughs> but that's definitely the most different version. And it had a kind of a different theming as well. So it's not just kind of blasting off into the universe and space, but it was like um, based on a novel by Jules Verne, From the Earth to the Moon. And then they've since refurbished that idea. But anyways, mm-hmm. that does seem to be the most different version, which makes me super excited to go to Disneyland Paris one day. Yeah. I wonder if one of these companies, if, or maybe it'll be Disney, that will take on like Elon, the, the story of SpaceX and make that into a ride. Because if not, I'm pretty sure Elon Musk will do it himself. But if not, like, I think one of these parks should do it. That'd be cool. I definitely see, and I feel like maybe because Elon Musk is such a smart man, like, I definitely see him partnering with Disney. Because if he's smart, he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's into that kind of stuff. Like, he, he when they released that the Roadster, he had a really solid uh, reference to Spaceballs. Um, oh, I know. So he's, you know, he might be into it. He might be, you know, maybe one day we'll, we'll be riding a SpaceX ride at Disney or something. That was the, when he made that announcement and made the reference to Spaceballs when they've gone to Plaid, I mean, 
I had a newfound appreciation for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like when you, when you're not really into, I'm not really as into a technology as, as Richie is, let's say, cause I don't read up on it just as a hobby. Mm-hmm. But when he made that announcement, I was like, wow, I should, I should pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Where'd you funny. come from? Yeah. <laughs> Druidia. Yeah. Spaceballs reference. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, but anyways, in the end, I think that Space Mountain is probably going to be around for as long as Disney World is going to be around. It's not like the poorer circle of life, an environmental fable. It's not just going to be taken <laughs> out and replaced with something else. Yeah. I mean, it's talk about a riot. I believe, sincerely believe that annual pass holders would boycott Disney for the rest of their lives if Space Mountain was no longer around. I would definitely join that crew. You would? Yeah, because <laughs> it's the only thrill ride that they have right now. So like mm-hmm. inside Magic Kingdom. Um, No, not What's the other one? Well, in Magic Kingdom? Yeah. What's the other one? Big Thunder Mountain. Okay. Okay. Space uh, Splash Mountain. Okay. And technically Goofy's Barnstormer, although that's 25 miles per hour, but it's you know the little roller coaster. Yeah. Well, this one feels like the most thrilling out of all of them. Okay. So, <laughs> I would definitely boycott that. Anyway. Although you Enough do- about my lack of knowledge of Disney. I know. <laughs> but that's why we're here today. Yeah. <laughs> I do want since you brought up um, the other attractions in Magic Kingdom that are thrill rides. Mm-hmm. The the fastest thrill ride in Magic Kingdom is Splash Mountain because at the drop you go 40 miles per hour. Oh, cool. The next fastest is Big Thunder Mountain. The next fastest after that is Space Mountain. Hmm. And then after that is Goofy's Barnstormer. But not by much. I don't think I've ridden the Goofy one. Yeah, you have. Remember? It's... Oh, no. I don't think you have. I don't think you have. Yeah, no, I don't think I've done that. But do you remember doing the Gadget Go coaster in Tokyo Disneyland where you had to, it was like a children's roller coaster and you had to kind of like sneak in, like not sneak in, but like. like didn't cre- fit in? Yeah, you didn't fit in, I guess <laughs> is a better way to say it. So the large man <laughs> going on to a kid's ride? That was Quote ridiculous. large man. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that one though. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, never mind. Well, it's similar to that little roller coaster oh, that was okay. in Toontown in T- Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, I do remember that. Okay. <laughs> okay, because you, 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 you uh, when you said Toontown, that came back to me now. Oh my god! I remember that, like when I was in Toontown, I was like, I got on that ride, and I was like, I do not belong in this thing. <laughs> like I felt like a giant in like a little teacup. <laughs> like it was the worst. Some could say the teacups are thrill rides too, but yeah. whatever. That's besides the point. So yeah, that's all I got, Richie. Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed, you know, learning more about Space Mountain. And I got a lot of it. Hope you guys did too. And as always, whether you're listening, watching, or, you know, looking at what we're doing on Instagram, please give us a like, follow us, subscribe. We'd appreciate any feedback um, on, on what we're doing. We just want to make it better for the listeners. And if you haven't already yet, get an, get an Alexa and... <laughs> Add her, add the Walt Daily as into your briefing. That thing is amazing. And we're going to start putting it on Anchor um, every day. So if you do not have an Alexa yet, uh, you can uh, download Anchor or uh, go to anchor.fm on the internet and you'll be able to hear all the all the beautiful content that uh, Lori's producing on yeah. there. And, and just for those who don't know the Walt Daily, well, a flash briefing on Alexa is like a one to two minute clip. Just And I do fun facts about Disney in general, Disney World, just fun stuff to get your day started or end your day or, or at lunch. It doesn't matter. You can listen to it anytime. And it's amazing. <laughs> I appreciate your support. He's biased. My yeah. future husband. <laughs> but 
as always, thank you guys so, so much for listening. We really, really sincerely appreciate it. And we hope you have a magical day and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.